This is Law for Community Workers on the Go, a podcast for community and health workers. This is a special episode recorded with the Defence and Veterans Legal Service to alert people to some deadlines arising in the Royal Commission into Defence and Veterans Suicide. This recording was made on unceded Aboriginal land. I pay my respect to Elders past, present and emerging and also to any Aboriginal or Torres Strait Islander people listening to this podcast. In this episode, I speak with Yolanda from the Defence and Veterans Legal Service about the Royal Commission into Defence and Veterans Suicide. If any of the content in this episode is triggering... There is information provided at the end of the episode about places from where you can gain crisis support. Please also refer to the show notes for this episode where there are telephone numbers and links to different resources that may be of assistance to you. I'm joined on the podcast today with Yolanda from the Defence and Veterans Legal Service. Welcome, Yolanda. Yolanda, you work for the Defence and Veterans Legal Service. Who does your service help and in what ways can your service assist people? Our service assists anyone who would like to or who is considering uh, participating in the Royal Commission into Defence and Veterans Suicide. and That can be families as well as serving and ex-serving Australian Defence Force personnel. The ways we can assist is by either providing a one-off advice if a person has a concern or query about participating in the Royal Commission, all the way through to assisting a person to prepare a submission or participate in a private session. We can also assist those who have been asked to be a witness at a public hearing although that is quite rare. So they're the different ways that we can assist. And our service is a completely free service. It's confidential and it is a national service. It comes under national legal aid. And the service that you provide is a trauma-informed service to those people who seek help from the Defence and Veterans Legal Service. That's right. We've all had some training to provide a trauma-informed service and we also are a multidisciplinary team. We have our own social worker and one of the priorities is to make sure that those who are choosing to participate have sufficient supports and that can be different for everybody, what kind of support uh, works for them. But if a person speaks to us and we find out that they're keen to participate but it might be quite distressing for them to participate, then we will assist them to find adequate supports and there are a few different options for that. You've joined me today on the podcast to alert people to a deadline coming up on the 28th of April 23, which is the last date people can register for a private session. What is a private session and what is involved in registering for one? A private session is one of a few ways that a person can engage with the Royal Commission. It involves having a one-on-one session with one of the commissioners. So there's three commissioners and it will be with one of the commissioners. And the private session can take place in person. It can take place by a video call or it can take place by phone. What the private session is, is approximately an hour 
uh, with uh, a session support officer assisting the commissioner to hear from a person who has lived experience. So the private sessions are not available to everybody. They're only available to people who themselves have lived experience. The way to register for a private session is through the Royal Commission's website. We will be able to post the details of the Royal Commission's website in the show notes uh, along with our service uh, website, but there is a portal where a person can go in and they can place in their personal details. And then there's a text box where a person would need to describe why it is that they want a private session. So it's important when completing that text box to describe just very briefly, say if you have served, when you served, um, if you have had mental health issues or uh, suicidality to mention that in the text box or if you are a family member of a person who has experienced those things to mention that as well and that way the Royal Commission staff will know that you are a person who they can consider giving a private session to uh, and they will then follow up with an email to confirm that they've received the registration and then get back to you with a date at a later time. So we understand that the private sessions will be taking place throughout the year and possibly into early next year as well. In what ways can the Defence and Veterans Legal Service help people who are participating in the Royal Commission through a private session? So we can assist people by giving them a one-off advice if that's all they require, or we can assist people throughout the entire process. We have a hotline that people can call, uh, which is one 800 331800. If a person wants our assistance, they can call that number and a person will be assigned a lawyer who will contact them and give them that one-off advice or work out if they need further assistance. So we can assist people to register if they're having difficulty with that. We can help people word the text that they need to put into that text box I mentioned earlier. We can also help people by helping them prepare for the private session. Uh, so talking points that they really want to um, discuss with the commissioner and we can also help them by attending if they require some assistance on the day. So depending on the format of the private session, we might attend in person if they're in a location where we can reach and we are a national service. So it's quite possible that we can assist in every state and territory, uh, but we can also attend by phone or video if that also works for the person requiring assistance. So the other thing I wanted to mention that I didn't mention earlier is why a private session is one of the ways that people might prefer to engage. And it's really important to know that the difference between a private session and a submission is primarily that the private sessions are the most protected way that a person can engage with a Royal Commission. So if a person does not want anybody to know that they have spoken to the Royal Commission, the private session would be the best option because there will not be a list of names published of who has taken a private session uh, and the details of what's discussed will not be released publicly at all. They are still very important for the Royal Commission. They still definitely inform the content of what they're looking at and the decisions they'll ultimately make about their recommendations. So it's not that it's a lesser form of engaging with the Royal Commission, it's just a more protected way. The submissions are a little bit different to that in that you've got a few options. Submissions can be quite public or they can be done confidentially. Submissions can have your name on them or they can be anonymised as well. What 
is the Royal Commission into Defence and Veterans Suicide looking into? So the Royal Commission is looking into all the different factors that contribute to poor mental health outcomes for those who have served and also for their families. The reason they are looking into that is because there is a disproportionately high number of people who have served who have taken their own lives, and that's in relation to the general population. So there's a much higher number. And what are the terms of the Royal Commission? So the terms of reference for the Royal Commission are very broad, which is a good thing because there are so many different factors that are contributing to poor mental health outcomes. They range from recruitment and training through to factors involved with service such as postings and deployment, uh, medical treatment and Australian Defence Force culture, all the way through to transition and what happens after transition from defence, particularly in relation to the Department of Veterans Affairs and claims for benefits and entitlements. Who can participate in the Royal Commission? The Royal Commission is wanting to hear from anybody who has something to tell them about mental health issues relating to service and outcomes for members, veterans and their families. So what that means is a person can engage in their private capacity as a person who has lived experience. So for example, they are serving or they're a veteran or they're a family member of a person who is or has been in the Defence Forces, but they are also happy to hear from people who have expertise in this area. So there will also be people such as, say, psychiatrists or ex-service organisations, various community organisations who might be assisting families and any other members of the public who might have something to tell the Royal Commission about this issue. Um, We've even seen people who are academics, so doing their PhD or have done a PhD, doing research into any matters that would be relevant to the Royal Commission and its um, concern with the mental health of veterans and ADF personnel. What are other ways that the Defence and Veterans Legal Service can support people who wish to participate in the Royal Commission? So people can have a variety of concerns about engaging with the Royal Commission and telling their story. So we're here to answer all those questions. I won't list them all here, but if a person has any concerns or worries, it'd be a really good idea to give us a call so that we can let them know what their options are. Uh, So there's different ways to engage. As I mentioned before, there's the private session and there's also a submission process. The submission process is open until the 13th of October 2023, so there's still a little bit of time to participate that way. And a submission can be a written submission or it can be a video or an audio that's uploaded to the website. So via, again, a private portal. It's important for people to understand that we can assist with a submission as well. Again, it can be a one-off advice or we can assist by reviewing a submission a person has already prepared and we can also assist to do it from scratch if a person is requiring that. And we do that really according to a person's capacity um, and their need. The other thing we can assist with is if a person has a separate legal issue that isn't directly related to the Royal Commission. So, for example, if a person has an issue with DVA uh, entitlements and needs some advice about that, we actually have 
a multidisciplinary team. So we actually have entitlements officers who are part of our service. Uh, and we also have a social worker. So if someone has any issues to do with their housing or they need a financial counsellor or various other things, we might be able to get some assistance through our social worker. And the key deadlines that we need to remind people of are private sessions, registration for a private session ends on the 28th of April 2023 and the deadline for making a submission to the Royal Commission, the deadline for that is the 13th of October 23. Is that correct? That's right. And the hotline number to contact your service is 1-800-33-1800. I think it's also worth mentioning our website because we have a bunch of great uh, materials for people to look at, including a fact sheet about how to prepare a submission and a summary of the terms of reference for people to look at. And there's also a few fact sheets there about uh, what happens, say, after a private session and various protections that are in place. So it's worth um, having a look at that. And we also have uh, the capacity to provide community legal education to organisations or you know, staff of organisations or community workers uh, and also to, any, to clients. Um, so if there's a group of people that any of your listeners would like us to present to, they can get in touch with us. There's uh, information about our, with our email address on the website and they can contact us and we can arrange for somebody to provide like a seminar online or in person depending on the location. We also have a, a Facebook group and we're also on Instagram. So if interested, your listeners can go to our website and find the links to join our pages. Um, and we also have a newsletter which goes out approximately, I think it's once a month, um, and it's got some great information in it. And that includes information about our staff, what we're getting up to, and updates about the Royal Commission. The other thing we have is a podcast series which focuses on lived experiences. So I think we've had two episodes out so far. I think a third one is coming very shortly and they're excellent podcasts. They're really short and just a few minutes long and really give an insight into the different uh, elements of experience that the Royal Commission is looking into. The people who are providing uh, their stories to our podcasts are people who have participated in the Royal Commission in one form or another. If people want to subscribe to the newsletter that you referred to, I imagine there's a, a link on the website? That's right. It is there. Um, if you go to the website and scroll down to the bottom of the page, there's just a button that says subscribe to our mailing list and you can sign up there. Fantastic. We will provide in the show notes to this episode links to the website, to the hotline number and to the Royal Commission's website and any other information that we've mentioned in the podcast today. Is there any other information you'd like to share, Yolanda? The one thing that I think is important to emphasise is that the Royal Commission is a process where a public inquiry is taking place to look into a significant issue affecting many people. It's a once in a generation opportunity for anybody affected to contribute to what could be very positive change in this space. So we understand it can be difficult for people to engage and that's why we're here to help. 
And we also encourage that if you have a story to tell or you know someone who does have a story to tell, that you do get the support you need to participate uh, and assist for things to be better for future generations um, of defence personnel and their families. That's a great note to end on. That's all for this special episode with the Defence and Veterans Legal Service. We hope you found this information helpful. If you found any of the information in this episode triggering, please keep listening for contact numbers for places from where you can receive crisis support. You can contact 000 by ringing 000. The Suicide Callback Service telephone number is 1300 659 467. The number for open arms is 1800 011 046. Defence All Hours Support Line can be contacted on 1800 628 Lifeline Australia number is 131114. There's a nightly text line 0477 131 You can contact Beyond Blue on 1300 4636. Please refer to the show notes for links to the Royal Commission website, to the website for the Defence and Veterans Legal Service, and for a link to where you can find out where your nearest emergency department is located. The telephone number for the Defence and Veterans Legal Service is 1800 33 1800. Thanks for listening.